It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Metro News Hotline. Of course, uh, she's been part of uh, a lot of successful things over the year. Home Alone, uh, Shit's Creek, a whole bunch of stuff. But you're right. On SCTV, she was absolutely hilarious. And she would play a character that was called Lola Heatherton that was based on Joey Heatherton. Just absolutely hilarious. You're absolutely right about that. We have a bunch of uh, tweets about this as well. So we'll get into those in a little bit. Abra Rahidi is with us to talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of tech. Abra, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? You know, I have to ask you, first of all, about the Apple event in prime time. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, not sure how I felt about why that needed to really be in prime time. Yeah, it was really weird, especially so like, you know, us being on the West Coast, 5 p.m. felt late, but I can only imagine on the East Coast, it was even more obnoxious. Um, and it was only a 30 minute event. So it was definitely a lot of energy invested into something that was short and at a very <clears throat> inconvenient time on a Monday night. <laughs> you know, I guess I can afford to be snarky about this, that every once in a while, it's important to update your Apple TV. But I tell you what, whenever they have one of these Apple events, no matter what generation Apple TV you have, it comes in loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> they want to make sure you can watch it on their devices for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it was almost the, the thing was um, it was almost like it was supposed to be a half an hour TV show. And if you're yeah. going to do that, you know what they really ought to do? And not that Tim Cook needs my suggestions, but but <laughs> what they really ought to do is if you can. Uh, prove that you watched the event, you ought to get like an extra year of Apple TV or they ought to give you I something. Think, yeah, I think that's a very reasonable thing to ask for. I think it'd be a great way to entice people to do so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you knew that you were going to get like six months of Apple TV and suddenly you saw like a new uh, MacBook Pro that you wanted to buy, isn't that yeah. worth that to that company? Absolutely. I think you would pay off immediately because you're watching this. Like I'm watching I, when I was watching this stream and they're announcing, for example, the uh, MacBook Pro in space black. I'm sitting here thinking, oh, wow, wouldn't that be so nice to have? I don't need a MacBook Pro in space black. Like I have a functional laptop, but I'm sitting there watching it. And of course, it's going <laughs> to work on me. So I think you're right. I think that would be a genius idea. You know, isn't it interesting how <laughs> Apple also when they just roll something out in a new color, they mm -hmm. make it seem like it's the best thing ever. 
<laughs> even when it's like a yellow iPhone and you're like, hmm, hmm, I don't think I ever asked for this. Um, but I see all these ads everywhere. And now I'm thinking about how apparently cool it is to have a yellow iPhone when I know that's not my favorite color at all. So, for example, <laughs> the uh, this uh, a black MacBook, um, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't that long ago that virtually every piece of tech was black. <laughs> What's old is new again, though. (laughs) Here we are in 2023. We're using flip phones for smartphones and black laptops are are back. (laughs) So what do you you think? Do you you think that they won anybody over with with this latest presentation? I think people were very eager to see the M3 lineup for the chips. And I think that was something that people were, you know, not surprised to to see that they announced. And people were waiting for an iMac upgrade because that was kind of a bit of a jump from the M1 chip to the M3 chip. I think the most exciting thing from a consumer standpoint is that the iMac has the same starting price, which is always great to hear from, from an Apple product. And then with the MacBook Pros, you actually have the option to get kind of a lower starting price of, of 1600 if you just get the standard M3 as opposed to the M3 Pro or M3 Max. So I think the prices are really the, the <clears> thing that I was like, okay, this is good. This is, you know, we don't have to pay more money because everything, the prices for everything are going up. So um, that was really what stood out to me. We're talking with Abra Alhidi from CNET about the uh, the most recent Apple presentation uh, that, uh, that they rolled out some iMacs and they rolled out some MacBooks and, and they talked about chips. And one of the things they did mention in the show a 30-minute presentation was that, hey, the whole thing was shot on an iPhone. Okay. That was actually really cool. That, it, was re- it, was really, it, it was really cool. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I, I think to, for me, and I know a lot of other people, it's more impressive when they see that ad that runs on TV every 10 minutes about the <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo video was shot on an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that that is cool when you kind of, they tie in the, the pop culture references, but also like shooting a music video on an iPhone is, is very impressive. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it, that really demonstrates the camera advancements more than anything, I think. And it works and it works both ways, too. I mean, I don't really listen t- too much to the radio stations that play that kind of stuff. But now yeah. that I've heard the song like a thousand times, I'm I'm mm-hmm. kind of into it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's working. They know they got good money for their marketing campaigns for sure. <laughs> uh, now, this is a pretty interesting story that you sent me. So, you know, in, in social media, ads are terrible. We, we hate them. But now in Europe, Facebook and Instagram users can opt out of ads, but for a fee. So you know that's coming here. Exactly. That's what I'm expecting, just because I think that's something that it reminds me of here in the U.S. Because at first I was like, that's a very interesting concept to pay to not get ads. But then I thought about YouTube Premium and I subscribe to YouTube Premium and I pay to not get ads. And it's really great. And I think this is there is a tendency for things to roll out in the EU and then make their way over to the U.S. And I think this is one of those things because uh, it's rolling out in the EU so that people, you know, there's a lot of laws there about not using personal information for it for personalized ads. And that's something a lot of people are pushing back on. But I think if this is a source of revenue for Meta to, you know, people would be willing to pay to not see ads on Facebook and Instagram, surely they will roll that out here at some point. Now, Coop, you do this, right? You pay uh, for YouTube premium and you don't have to uh, you don't have to see the ads. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had that for for years and years and years. Uh, YouTube music comes along with it now. So I get both of those kind of rolled into one. And unfortunately, back when we first started talking about uh, YouTube products, there was a uh, prices were, were grandfathered in. So I had a really low price for their suite of premium services for a long time. That's not the case anymore. I pay the same anybody else. But for my job, I have to have YouTube without commercials because I don't know how many times I need to find something in two seconds. Right. And bring 
bring it up and play it. And if I if I didn't have the premium account, then half the time I get a commercial for it. So yeah, I haven't seen an ad in on YouTube in a decade. Well, see, I, you may not be the person to ask this, so I'll ask Abra this: Is it my imagination, or are there more ads on YouTube now than there used to be? You know, you actually can't ask me that question because I, too, subscribe to YouTube Premium. <laughs> and, every time, and every time I'm with somebody who pulls up a YouTube video, I'm like, oh, ads. Like, I forgot that that was a thing. I'm so spoiled. But I pay for it. I mean, it it takes a toll on my bank account. But it, it definitely makes the experience much more enjoyable. I thought this was interesting, too, about the idea in Europe that you can opt out of ads for a price and the, the platform prices are a little bit different. For example, when you sit... Um, when you, when you watch stuff, uh, on the web to get the ad free, it's the equivalent of $10 and 60 cents. But if it's on iOS or Android, it's almost $14. That reminds me of, uh, Twitter blue, whatever iteration, you know, it's gone through so many transformations at this point, but I remember Elon had rolled out something along those lines where for web, you would pay a certain price. And then for mobile, you pay another kind of as a way to like take a dig at Apple and the the App Store. Um, but it is fascinating that there are separate pricing tiers here, depending on if you're using, uh, you know, mobile or or web. And then if you use both, then you'll have to pay for both, but it'll be slightly discounted. They're definitely going to get a lot of money out of this, I think. You know what? You sent me a, real, a lot of really good stories. I wish we had more time to talk about all this stuff, but I did want to ask you about this. So Google pays... Uh, Google reportedly pays $18 billion a year to be Apple's default search engine. Mm -hmm. I did not know anything about this. I actually didn't until this story came out. We're getting a lot of these nuggets because of this U.S. versus Google trial. And basically, the, the reason they do this is to make sure that they are the default search engine on Safari. And then that can prevent Apple from developing their own search engine that would compete with Google. Um, and then it also prevents Google from, you know, if Apple did ever launch their own search engine, then Google could promote, you know, Chrome on Gmail or Maps or YouTube because Google just owns so many things and they have so much reach that Apple, it's probably, you know, at this point, smarter for them to just kind of sit back, let Google dominate the search engine industry for now, at least, and just kind of keep this peace treaty essentially going between the two companies. Yeah, it's just uh, when you when I saw this headline, I thought, am I reading this wrong? Because I thought yeah. it would be Apple paying Google $18 billion a year to be yeah. the, the, the default search engine. Yeah, I also was very surprised by this. I was surprised by kind of the, the dynamics there and the fact that Google was willing to pay so much money and that they even had an agreement of this nature because I, I never, I guess, thought of how closely the companies kind of, kind of came to this mutual agreement of who should stay in what lane. All right, finally, uh, this week, I guess later this week, we're, we're going to get this new Beatles song, Now and Then. Coop and I were talking yeah. about this on the air a little bit yesterday and last week, too. You know, I really don't want this to be too much AI. I, I want the real yeah. deal. What do you think is going to happen? I agree. I'm very uh, a hesitant, eager, anxious, all those things uh, to see what it sounds like. I hope that the AI is used simply as a tool to make things sound better as opposed to overly produced. Um, essentially, what they used it for was to separate uh, John Lennon's vocals from the background sounds in his apartment and any other instruments. But I, I too hope that it sounds, I mean, we're, we're going to have to compare it to kind of, you know, the, the original stuff that was not used with AI and, and see if it sounds weird and spacey or if it actually sounds good. And we're supposed to get like a mini documentary, a mini doc from uh, Peter Jackson, also along with this thing that's got some never be seen, never seen before footage. But don't they always say that about every Beatles thing? 
<laughs> exactly. Well, and the thing is, they keep calling this the final Beatles song, but I'm like, I feel like in five years, they're going to find something else. They're going to be like, all right, with AI, we've created another Beatles song. So we're, we're going to keep getting Beatles content, you know, to the end of time, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're probably right about that. Abro, thanks for coming on. Lots of good stuff today. Lots of stuff going on in tech. We'll talk to you next Wednesday around the same time. Have a good week. Perfect. Thank you for having me. Abro Alhidi from CNET. A lot of tech news going on this week. Let's take a quick break. The Entertainment Report is coming up next. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Just minutes to go ahead of the closing bell and stocks are on track to end higher again, third day straight, after the Federal Reserve voted to keep interest rates unchanged for a second month in a row, but didn't rule out a rate hike possible at its December meeting. Right now, the Dow is up nine-tenths of a percent. The Nasdaq, one-and-a-half percent higher. The S&P, one percent higher. Payroll firm ADP reports private employers took on just 113,000 workers last month, the fewest in about two years. But a lot of companies are still hiring. Advertised job openings in September unexpectedly rose, topping nine-and-a-half million, about 150,000 more than expected. Dow Jones reports two of the nation's biggest amusement park owners, Six Flags and Cedar Fair, are now in talks to merge. And Apple says its next-generation Apple Watch will be able to check your blood pressure and even detect whether you have sleep apnea by monitoring how you breathe at night. Tom Busby, Bloomberg Radio. At Psych Wealth Enhancement Group, we believe a better investment experience for investors begins with independent, personalized advice. Hi, I'm Jim Goolsby, and I'm happy to be a part of Psych Wealth Enhancement Group. If you're considering retirement or would like to put a plan in place for your current and future investment needs, reach out to us at Stike Wealth Enhancement Group, 304-443-4247 or jgoolsby at stikewealth.com. Securities and advisory service offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FinRecipit. Start your weekdays off right with the morning news on 580 WCHF. Then tune in for 580 Live with Dave Allen tackling Kanawha Valley issues. Up next, Hoppy Kerchival covers what's happening in West Virginia and beyond on Metro News Talk Line. Afternoons are patrolled by Dan Bongino. And you can wrap up your day with sports and pop culture on Hotline with Dave Weekly and Coop. Followed by the statewide sports line for complete WVU news. Need to know we have you. You covered on the voice of Charleston, 580 WCHS. Are you fascinated by the unexplained? Then you need to tune in to the award-winning program Weird Darkness on 580 WCHS. Hosted by Darren Millar, named as one of the best storytellers in podcasting, Weird Darkness brings you the best in lore, crime, paranormal, and unexplained stories, like unsolved mysteries with a dash of In Search Of. If you love a good mystery, Weird Darkness is the show for you. Tune in and join the millions of listeners who are hooked on the eerie and unexplained. Welcome, weirdos. Weird Darkness, Sunday nights at 11 on 580 WCHS. For nearly 100 years, folks have trusted Blue Star medicated ointment to relieve the pain and itching of almost any skin irritation. It works on my son's dry itching feet and their jock itch. I had this rash on my neck. Nothing worked until Blue Star. Blue Star worked great on my ringworm. Without steroids. My wife and I have been using Blue Star for years. It's never let us down. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Brought to you by City National Bank, where our no-down payment mortgage gets you one step closer to getting into your dream home. For a convenient location near you, log on to bankatcity.com. With your traffic update, I'm Ryan Nicholson. There's only one accident to report on that this time. That's at the intersection of Dickinson Street and Courier Street in Charleston. For more traffic tips, go to WV511.org. 
Once again, from the WCHS Traffic Studios, I'm Ryan Nicholson. There's more baseball action every week with featured MLB games on Charleston Sports Radio 106.7 and 1490 WSWW. Find out when at WCHSnetwork.com slash sports. Welcome to the Tonight Show. Happy Halloween! I love Halloween. It's that special day that we tell our kids to eat tons of sugar, knock on strangers' doors, and lie about who they are. It's just, it's just good parenting, really. Yep. Halloween is a magical night where we all pretend to be someone we're not, or that's also known posting on Instagram. And uh, <laughs> Halloween is interesting because it turns every family into the mafia. Kids come home with candy and have to kick up 10% to the boss. It's- Metro News Hotline. 